This is Running Life and Stuff, the podcast, proving that life is for squeezing. Here's your host, Craig Allen. Hello, welcome to Running Life and Stuff. I'm Craig. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Anna. Anna. I've done it it again. Do you know what? One of my pet hates is when people call me Hannah. Worse than that is Anne, so you haven't peaked just yet. Not peaked. But one of my mates used to call me, so my name is Anna, my surname is Tyler, and my mate on purpose to wind me up used to call me Hannah Taylor. Okay, so that's it, Hannah Taylor. No, I'm not saying you use it. (laughs) I have got an excuse. I am tired. I've just got back from Spain. I've just done the... Wait, let me... Hold on a second. Under here, so where's my tiny violin? (laughs) (laughs) You've had a right old weekend. Uh, Do you know what? I've had the best weekend. I've done the ultra marathon Costa de Almeria, and it's uh, started in Aguamara. So, yeah, just over 75k in rolling countryside. So, yeah, I'm just back from that nine hours, 17 minutes of running. So, there is an excuse for getting your name wrong. I am slightly tired. I can totally appreciate you must feel exhausted, but. Do you feel relieved to have gotten through it? You know, the one goal for this race was to complete it on the back of not having a successful race in Tenerife and obviously the injury in Race Across Scotland. So the one goal was to complete this race. The second goal was to get through it unscathed, which so far I think I've done that. I've not gone for a proper MOT run yet. And the third goal was to run it in a respectable time if I could. So Did you complete it? I completed it, ticked the box, and it was such an amazing route. I can't tell anybody how amazing that route is. I run in some great places, but the scenery and just what was around you was amazing. So I completed it. Great route and absolutely awesome organisation as well. It was so interesting because we're in like, we've got a group chat on on WhatsApp. While you were out running, you were sending me and our producer some photos. I love like a sunrise shot, a sunset shot. The scenery looked absolutely amazing. We were stuck back here in the East Midlands. It was snowing. Yeah. Like, it was crackers. Like, you were out in what? How? Like, 25 degrees? Yeah, like it was 24, 25 degrees. And pre-race, I thought it was very, you know, to give you some motivation, I thought, you know what, I'll send you some sunny shots of what what the weather was Didn't like. Didn't give me motivation. <laughs> it made me, made me feel sad for the day. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean make it. Be a <laughs> but no, the... Um, it was hotter than what I knew it was going to be warm, but I didn't envisage how warm it was going to be. I mean, I've obviously been over here, I've not had a chance to do any warm weather training. So the heat at some point, I was like, this is this is warm. And it was interesting because I actually put a lot of suntan lotion on before I, I put the P20 on. Those that are aware of it, I was like, plenty of that on it. And literally, I needed it. And it, um, as soon as the sun came up, because we started at 8 o'clock in the morning, Spanish time, and it was very chilly. As soon as the, the sun rise, you couldn't believe it was December. I, I had to pinch myself a couple of times going, is it really December? And then seeing all the pictures before the race of all the snow back home, and I'm thinking, well, I'm in this amazing place. I'm doing what I enjoy or what I love in absolutely awesome countryside in the beautiful heat. This could be mid-July. For a moment, I lost myself. I was like, this is... And then I thought going to be cold when I get home <laughs> but you know and I was like so yeah the race was was fantastic so we got the bus in the morning 
So we met where the race finished at El Toyo in the sports centre. They bus you to the start in Agramara, which is an absolutely gorgeous little sleepy Spanish village. And you set off from there uh, up over the mountains through, and then you end up in a little village where you have a drop bag, San Jose, and the drop bag's there. And that, that little town there, I must go back there, was just amazing. Running through there, it was like a really quintessential Spanish village. And then you run then through the natural park and the scenery through there along the coast. I mean, Sunday afternoon, running along a track, we got the sea next to you. The sun was just beating down, the beaches, the scenery. It took all of, you know, the pain that I was in at the, from running that far. It took it all away. And I was like, this is just a moment. At the start of the race, I had a little fall in true, you know, traditional Craig style. I fell over. I think that seems to be a theme at the minute. Are you minute. quite clumsy? <laughs> I, I must think I am quite clumsy because at the moment, obviously, I fell over at Race Across Scotland. I didn't fall over in Tenerife, but I do. It's either rain or falling over. Early on, I had a bit of a fall on on this gravel track and uh, you cut up your hands a bit actually yeah i've cut my hands up cut myself a bit and it hurt Mm. and i was like right okay i spoke about the pain cave before i was like right i'm now in the pain cave and that was early on for you it was yeah it was early on it was within about i think the first 25 30 minutes so i was like that hurt it was like i was trying to get my race craft because i was running on terrain that i'd not trained on for a long time so i was trying to get used to that my hand was bleeding, my arm was bleeding. I was like, this is great. But in the same token, I was like, I embraced it. I was like, brilliant. We're now in a proper ultra marathon. Because you've been looking forward to it for so long yeah. as well. Yeah, I've been looking forward to the race for so long. I just wanted to put back the disappointment for Race Cross Scotland. I put mm. so much into that. Do you think you were carrying that with you a little bit? 100%. I think everybody said to me, how was the race? It, the one word I always say was emotional. I can hear it in your voice. It was so emotional. Even now, I'm feeling it because I put so much into Race Across Scotland to finish that, and obviously I didn't. I didn't have a successful race in Tenerife. So the two big ultra marathons that I'd set out for this year, from the elation of doing really well at Hardmore's 55 to missing out on Race Across Scotland Tenerife, I knew the goal, as I said a moment ago, was just to finish the Almeria race and just enjoy it. One thing I didn't expect is how emotional... I'm feeling emotional now talking yeah. about it, which is really strange for me because normally I just finish it and literally I'm straight into the, right, okay, what could I do? Are you normally quite robotic when it comes to racing? Yeah, I, I'm literally, I'm in a sequence. Mm. I, it's all very methodical, very, you know, this is what we do at this certain point. And you take it in, but you, you kind of, because it's kind of, you're going through that motion and because this was... A race that I wanted to finish. I wanted my body to, you know, I say, oh, yeah, I wanted my body to kind of hold up and go, I've recovered well. Yeah, for the first time I finished the race and I was like, I just couldn't hold it in. I was so emotional. That is just not me. So I'm, how did that emotion like come out? Run across the finish line and I literally just leant over the bar and that was it. I was like, I was inconsolable. My friends were like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm great. You know, what's the matter? I was like, I don't know. It was just it was just the sheer emotion and I think it was an accumulation of once you finish the race, but secondly, everything was just right. Mm. You know, the sun, you know, the weather, the route, the organisation, the fact that my body had held up. I'd ran the last part of the race with a good friend of mine. We you know we had a good chat to the finish. Um, she got third lady, which was fantastic. And my friend he ran the marathon and he had a great race as well. So I think it was just accumulation of having a great weekend with great friends, 
and running a race that is crazy. Even from the first ultra marathon I've done to this one, I would say this is probably stands high there as one of the best ones I've done. I don't know. It just it was a fantastic fitting end to the year. I've been raising funds for dementia, you know, part of my races. So I've raised a lot of funds for dementia. And I just kind of thought, you know, everybody got behind me for Race Across Scotland and I, I wanted to just put something back to everybody. And even now, people say, why were you so much? I don't know. It was just a great day out and a great weekend. Do you think it was a relief? Looking back, probably it was a big relief because there's always a little niggle in the back of your mind of, is your body going to hold up? And between Race Across Scotland and doing Almeria, I'd done a couple of half marathons just to kind of own my race craft, just different terrain, just running on the road and just getting tuned back into my body and just see if little things will hold up. So we really, we only really properly started training for Almeria probably at the back end of October. So really a good block of six, seven weeks of really good hard training ready for the race. So it was kind of like I got the miles in my leg, I got the engine, I got the endurance, but was the body okay? And I apologise to my body because I'm not recovering it right at the moment because obviously, as we said a moment ago, buses, trains, taxis and automobiles to get home. So not the ideal recovery process and I was... I was you know, thankful to Abby for being able to book me into getting to the yoga and get me moving again. It was a fantastic race. We're going to be talking about recovery in a bit more in depth or going a bit more deep about it in the next episode. Talking about sort of getting emotional and stuff, that kind of replicated itself when you went out later to get some food as well. Yeah, it, it did because normally... You know, it was great at the finish line. My friends were there. They had to travel back. Everything was hurting. I could hardly move. I was I was full of emotion from finishing the race. I knew I had to get myself together to go and find some food. And literally, I was like, I walked into the restaurant, sat down, and the poor waiter that was taking me order, the next thing you know, I'm full of emotion, burst into tears again. And he looked at me, and I was like, and I, said, I tried to explain to him, it's not your food. It's not, <laughs> it's not the food. <laughs> it's not huh? the, yeah, masaka. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not it's not your food. It's not your restaurant. It's me. And he's like, he kept saying to me, I said, are you okay? I said, yeah. oh. I think it was just the sheer, sheer emotion. Um, I'd not slept the night before for the race because I was excited and I needed to get up early. And it, it was weird. A few layers there then, so sort of exhaustion, that you completed the race, which is what you set out to do, the sort of scenery, the location, just letting yourself be in that moment. Yeah. And there's, I don't know, sometimes it's a good it's a good thing to feel all that. Yeah. I said a moment ago, I, that the memories of that weekend will stay, for whatever reason, they'll stay with me for They're all. really special. They're really special. I was even sat having the food on my own, and I, I, those that I've done already, I sat there on my own with my medal around my neck. I was like... <laughs> Do you know what? If I'd just done the same, I'd I'd take it everywhere. I'd do it. I'd take it to Sainsbury's. It was funny because at the airport, um, you know, you had to take everything out of your bag. And I had my my medal in my pocket. And he's like, no, no, you've got to put it in there. I was like making sure it was safe. I took it. Yeah. So, yeah, but no, I was, yeah, on the night. And then I say that you were sat there having my food. And it was, yeah, it was really. After I pulled myself together, I thought, come on, Craig, you got to pull yourself together here. You know, you had a great meal. But it was, what did you have? I had the massive beef burger and chips. <laughs> yeah. It was an option of pizza or a beef burger, and I was like, well, I've got to have a burger and chips. Oh, yeah, I totally, totally agree. I hope yeah. you didn't cut it in half. I hope you just no, I went, shoved it all in yeah, whole. it went. And, I, and interestingly, I, I ate it, and I was like, I didn't need that. Even though you'd probably just burnt thousands of calories. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I didn't. 
But I felt better for eating it, but I was like, I could have done with something a bit healthier. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's just because that's what your yeah, body was craving? Yeah. But it was interesting. It was a good few hours after the race we went out of food. So it was like I don't know, two, three hours later after I'd managed to get everything all packed and ready to go. I was like, right, I need to go and feed myself now. So, How was the feeling knowing that you had to sort of rush back? Because you, you've got commitments, you've got to get back, you've got work commitments and you knew that you had to rush back. You knew you didn't have that sort of recovery time that you'd normally have. Did that feel different to usual? Yeah, it felt very different to usual. Normally I would get up in the morning and I would try and run or try and do something yeah it felt very different it was it was almost like i hadn't given myself time to just savor the moment it was almost like right i'm back on the daily cycle all of a sudden and don't they normally recommend that you don't jump straight onto a flight yeah they do yeah they don't jump straight onto a flight again which was not ideal after about 10 minutes of sat on there i was like i need to get up i need to walk i need to do something but even getting up out of this, you know, the seat was even hard work. And then trying to put my bag in the locker. But I mean, that's difficult with the best of times, to be fair. Do you know, it's funny because when we landed, I was just hoping there was an air bridge. Just was to, there an air bridge? Just to walk straight across. Yeah, there was an air bridge because I wasn't going down any stairs. <laughs> I wasn't going down any stairs at all. But getting on the plane, literally, I had to let a few people go up because every step was really hard. So... I went decided to go up sideways like I would go down sideways. So everybody's looking at me going, but you don't want to tell everybody that you've just done an ultra marathon because... That's why you've got to wear your medal. Yeah. So I had my medal in my pocket. I was going to put it on, but I thought that's that's kind of a bit... What, a bit what? Yeah. I was like, look at smug. me. Yeah, look at me, everybody. Mm, that's partly... <laughs> I'm sure that's partly why I would do... Well, I would never do an ultra marathon, but when I did a half marathon... Did I wear my medal at work the next day? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's. I was like, I should have put my medal on because everybody's looking at me like, <laughs> you cannot get up the... And I, I, I literally, I got halfway and I had to just wait a bit and I was like, right, we've got to go again. And we eventually get to the top and the other say to you, welcome on board, everything all right? Yeah, everything's great. You're such a liar. <laughs> I was like, getting up. and oh, It was just terrible. So we are going to talk about your recovery in episode four, which is really insightful. But what I thought we'd do, because we're quite early on into this series of the podcast, I thought we'd try and get to know you a little bit more. Like, Absolutely. we know you're into running, and that's cool. But I thought we'd do, we play a little game of this or that. This will be interesting. But you're not allowed to <laughs> hesitate. Oh, You've got to answer as quickly as you can right, and just see okay. how insightful it is so basically this or that is you've got options of one thing or the other and you have to tell me your preferred choice this are you ready is, this is going to be interesting okay playlist or podcast playlist shoes or slippers shoes leg out or leg in leg in swimming pool or beach swimming pool cats or dogs dogs summer or winter summer salt or pepper salt cash or card cash Cookies or chips? Cookies. City or countryside? Countryside. Text or call? Call. Driver or passenger? Driver. Laptop or tablet? Laptop. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Movie or TV show? TV show. Rain or snow? Rain. Happy or sad? Happy. Introvert or extrovert? Both. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Try again. Introvert. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Book or film? Book. Batman or Superman? Superman. 
Weekend or weekday? Weekend. Singing or dancing? Dancing. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Final one, love or money? Love. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. We all need love. Apparently, they say it makes the world go round. Apparently so. Apparently so, so. what we did last week, I think that was really, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Did you say cookies? Cookies. Yeah, because yeah. we had a cookie yeah. when we went to Starbucks, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and we talked about sharing and splitting cookies, didn't we? Mm, well, we yeah. did, but I'm very much like Joey off friends. I don't really share food. No, no. Um, I've established that. <laughs> <laughs> You're more inclined to share, which yeah. is a lovely like personal attribute. I'm, I'm afraid I'm just not that kind of person. So last time you challenged me. Well, I'm not you, a runner. Yeah, well, last time you said you're going to do 15 minutes. No, I didn't say. You said, why don't you? Yeah, so why don't you do 15 minutes? We also said that there might be a chance someday that you were going to run home or run back. No, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> we did. No, right. Okay, so we where we record this podcast is in Derbyshire. I live in Nottingham. So those maths don't work for me. All right. It's well, just not, it's not, we're not in Spain now, Craig. We're in the East Midlands. It is cold outside. It's it cold. Is it's a little bit floody. That's not a word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a bit wet. It's a bit damp and dark, and so yeah. If we if we do, we're not okay. So <laughs> <laughs> the challenge I set you was to run fifteen minutes on the treadmill or five laps around the car park. I bet it was more than five laps. I think it was twelve. Was it twelve? But it was definitely yeah, fifteen you, on, the on the treadmill. Yeah, okay, you, so I recorded the aftermath. And what happened? Well, you have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a listen. Guys, oh, just coming out of the gym. Oh, can you hear that police car in the background? Just about to be arrested for annihilating the running machine. <laughs> um, that's a joke. Of course I didn't annihilate the running machine. Do you know what I did though? Just walking back to my car in the gym car park and I parked it like further away than I normally do as well. And not right by the door. <laughs> Psychological. Um, I did one minute running, one minute walking. It was okay. I just feel like I'm so unfit. I need tips. I need tips. So you did two minutes on the treadmill? No, I did 15. <laughs> you did 15. Minutes on the treadmill. Which is awesome. I did one minute walking, one minute running, alternate. Just fantastic. So next week then, can we do two minutes running? And 30 seconds walking. Oh, I see how you're switching this up. Okay. Because I think th- that, do you know what? That's incredible. And as I said on the first. Oh, you're so kind. It's not incredible. No. It's pathetic. But I, t- I, I do like the way you're trying to encourage me. It, that is incredible because <laughs> we said on the first pod you can run anytime, anywhere. And you went, you ran in between, and in between means you went out and you ran around the car park. I think it was 12 laps or 15 minutes. So you, you've done far better than that. So this time, we've got to wait for 20 minutes or between 15 and 20 minutes. Okay, 15 and 20 minutes. And just out of interest, when you're running and stuff, do you listen to music? Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. It Why? Just, just depends. It depends where my mind's at. If, I want to, if I'm going out for a long run on my own and uh, I'll take... The music with me or a podcast with me just to listen just to 
lose myself for two or three hours. What kind of music do you listen to? It depends. At the moment, I've got a mixture of 80s and um, electric dance music. So it's Wow, a, that's, so quite, it's, a, so that's it's, quite the mix. Yeah, so it's a bit weird when you've all of a sudden you're listening to Tina Turner, Private Dancer, and then all of a sudden you've got some... <laughs> that's a classic. <laughs> ...hardcore rave music. So that's on the playlist at the moment, for sure. Interestingly, like the default songs that normally just exist in my head seem to be Tina Turner. Yeah. And like I don't know why, because I wouldn't ordinarily listen to her. I'm more into like uplifting house or a bit of Harry Styles or whatever. She lives rent free in my head. I'm just wondering how far have you run this week? So this week I've run ten miles, not including the race. So you've run sixty? Sixty miles. All together. All together. That's so funny because I've done 15 minutes on the running machine. I haven't even run all that. No, but you've started out. You've, you've started out ready. And we, we've all agreed we're going to go out on a group run. No, together. we haven't. No, we haven't. We haven't agreed we haven't. that. I'm pretty sure this is how the last podcast ended. It is, but just put it out there. Our producer said he's never going to run with me or exercise with me. And that is my goal is so he um, does go for You're going to be waiting a long time. I can no, tell you no, that. No, no, no. And I know, Anna... I've got your name right at the end, which is great. Oh, thank you. That you are going to run a half marathon or go for an hour's run with me by the end of the... Hold on. When I ran that half marathon, it was one of the worst two hours and 20 minutes. Well, it wasn't the worst because I was with my best mate and that was lovely. But it was like I needed the toilet most of the time. Mm. The toilets were full. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I think slowly. I think I, you've got very high expectations of me, which I'm definitely not going to meet. <laughs> well, <laughs> so no, let's just like. No, I th- I think every week your mileage is going to build up, and I and I secretly think, even though you're not saying it, you are actually enjoying it. I, I, I get that feeling. I enjoy talking to you about running. I don't yet. I'm yet to enjoy running myself, but maybe that maybe that will change. But it I just will wanna, change. I just want to end this podcast on saying a massive well done. Thank you. You did it. I did it. You know. High five. High five. Across the studio, dude. Wait, I don't want to high five you because you've got a massive grace on you. Yeah, yeah. But I'd also like to say thank you to everybody that's listening to this podcast. And I would also like to say spread the word because it'd be fantastic to get people listening to the podcast. Do you know what, though? The more, the more that I talk to people, the more people sort of are part of that ultra or marathon community i've been told today actually i was talking to somebody at work who is a marathon runner like a serious marathon runner and she said marathon runners and ultra marathon runners are similar she said but triathletes very very different is that right and i don't know if you share the same opinion but apparently that's the case (laughs) right okay apparently triathletes like to tell you about it a lot do they apparently right anyway next pod all about recovery it's all about recovery sweet we'll see you then see you then thank you for listening that was running life and stuff. Right now, Craig's into the next adventure and he'll be back here for the next episode in two weeks. If you enjoyed the conversation, please use your app to follow or subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next one.